You're listening to the Quince podcast. In what is being described as UP Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath's dream project, the UP government has issued a notification to set up a special security force in Uttar Pradesh that can search and arrest without a warrant or without requiring any orders from the magistrate as long as they're sure of the crime. At a time when there have been allegations of misusing existing laws such as the UAPA, the NSA or sedition laws against dissenting citizens, critics are wary that this gives more unconstitutional pass to an already unaccountable security force. The eight battalions of the Uttar Pradesh Special Security Force or the UPSSF that will be set up at a cost of close to Rs. 1800 crores will be responsible for the security of courts, government administrative buildings, offices, metros, etc. and even private companies can hire its services. So what led to the constitution of such a security force in the middle of this pandemic? What are the ramifications of the past that it allows and can it be misused? In this podcast you'll hear from Ghansham Tiwari who's the national spokesperson of Samajwadi Party and Riya Ghosh a Lucknow based advocate. You're tuned in to the big story the podcast where we dissect the headline making news for you and I'm your host Shorbhuri. The notification on the constitution of the Special Security Force or the SSF was issued by the UP government on 14 September and additional chief secretary Avinash Avasthi said and I'm quoting him quote This is a dream project of the Uttar Pradesh chief minister the basis of this force is an order of the high court which had expressed that there should be a specialized force for civil courts end quote But before we talk more about the court order that led to the legislation of the SSF, let's start with the extraordinary powers and immunities that are allowed to SSF personnel. Well, firstly, any member of the force of any rank whatsoever is authorized to arrest, detain and search anybody. As I've already said, the officer gets to be the sole judge of whether any arrest or search is needed and cannot be hauled up or prosecuted before any court of law for any excessive use of physical force or violation of privacy. Second, every member of the SSF is to be treated as "quote unquote" always on duty, whether they're uniformed or in plain clothes. So citizens may find themselves on the wrong side of such officers at every given point of time. Thirdly, no member of the SSF can be prosecuted for any crime without prior sanctions of the government. And we also spoke to Riya Ghosh, a Lucknow-based advocate, who explains further on the extent of the provisions for SSF and the ramifications for citizens, even when a crime has not been committed. The special security force need only be assigned a mission. After that, it is not the officers of the state, but the cops. The cops on the ground will decide what needs to be done to accomplish the mission. and how it needs to be accomplished what is hindering the accomplishment of that mission and what needs to be done to remove those obstructions they can decide any member of the force can arrest detain search and seize without warrant each officer is the judge jury executioner when it comes to search arrest and detention and for this they cannot be hauled up or prosecuted before any court of law or any other authority for any excessive use of force for violation of privacy the ramifications are huge think of raids confiscation of property even your digital data or your facebook and twitter accounts being taken over 
uh, your phones being tapped uh, sealing of your shops and business premises not to mention defamation and smear campaigns that result automatically and all this can happen with no accountability the special security force does not have to explain the reason why you have been detained to you or your loved ones if you die in custody uh, the circumstances of your death need not be disclosed even if you are arrested the special security force is not bound to even admit that they have arrested you they can simply lie and say that they have no knowledge of your arrest mm -hmm. and later on if questioned they can simply say that it was necessary in the situation as per as they judged it as they saw it fit you will not be granted access to a lawyer indefinitely you, the special security force can basically make a person disappear even if he returns with allegations the special security force will justify any and every action as necessary in the moment now where the idea of the security force came from were incidents of shootings outside courts in up in december 2019 a division bench of the allahabad high court took somoto cognizance of such incidents and pulled up the state government over its weak security arrangements in court premises this happened a day after the incident of a shootout in the court of the bijnor chief judicial magistrate on 17 december 2019 where three assailants had opened fire killing a murder accused and injuring two policemen and a court employee while passing directions for the checking of id cards installing of cctv cameras etc the court also directed for a specialized well trained force to be provided for the purpose of maintaining security in district judgeships throughout the state along with the existing security provided by crpf since the legislation came about after the incidents of shootings at the premises of district courts Is it possible that this force was constituted in good faith? If the special security force was ordered to be constituted for the courts, why has it then been extended to so many other possible protectees, including private firms? Why does an outlay of rupees eighteen hundred crores need to be made at this time? An outlay which has been inflated, no doubt, by the extension of the SSF's mandate beyond just the protection of the court premises when the state is grappling with the coronavirus crisis. Ghansham Tiwari who's the national spokesperson of Samajwadi Party believes that there's not an iota of good faith in this move he believes that this gives security forces more powers and zero accountability So I don't think that there is any good faith they will use a, a court order to their advantage when the court said that that question them on putting the posters of people who were uh, democratically peacefully protesting against ca nrc and the chronology chronology of the two the when the high court questioned them they they shamelessly went and and changed the process to incorporate it and now they are hiding behind another high court order to say that this is essential at a time when technology allows you to build better protection across board through cctvs through through various ways of monitoring a premise saying that we want an accountable force that is going to be able to search anybody arrest anybody and not give you access to justice access to your democratic rights is a major assault uh, on people of uttar pradesh and it is an assault by a government that is itself frightened by its own uh, complete lack of performance and dis dysfunction so so a, a, a government led by public representatives of bjp who sit in the lap of crime have turned police into an instrument in, of crime and this system now wants to bring laws 
that will give them more powers zero accountability this is an act of act of indiscriminate threat and violence towards people of uttar pradesh because they know that they have not done anything good for uttar pradesh they have not produced job they have not brought industries they have not given any level of property to the farmers they have not protected It should also be noted so that this UPSSF isn't exactly being given powers which are not available to security forces in the country already. The SSF's powers and the legislation for this are broadly the same as those which the CISF, for instance, already has, both in terms of arresting and searching without a warrant. And technically, even the police can arrest people without warrants or conduct searches under certain circumstances set out in the CRPC. So what worries do the SSF's powers raise? Can it be potentially used to muffle citizens' right to dissent in a democracy? Ms. Ghosh weighs in. The ramifications are being underestimated, to say the least. It is going to be used against non-violent dissenters and critics, for sure. Physical protests in open spaces will become even harder because the special security force can be deployed at any time and they can basically make you disappear. Emergency can be imposed at a minute's notice without actually declaring emergency and without the need the need for a vote in the parliament and without the affirmation of the court. Martial law can be imposed without declaring martial law. Even orders under section 144 CRPC are an obsolete tool now if the state has a special security force which is immune from pros- prosecution all you have to do is deploy them and they are beyond question if you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story playlist for episodic updates we'll have on apple google podcast spotify geo seven and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms for other podcasts please log on to the quinn website and check out the podcast section For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequin.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts. 